It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Who's swallowing? Is that, <laughs> that Mo? Oh. No. I'm glad I got unlimited bourbon. Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. I'm Drew. Broadcasting from Denver, Colorado. This 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 go around. Mo, joining us. Yes, sir. How are you? Good. After a long 11-hour drive-in. Dave West, the wagon. Yo, all day. <laughs> and again this week, uh, the wonderful Moo Cow. Hey, this is the cow bringing the bull. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? I practiced it. I like that a lot. Didn't sound rehearsed at all. No, not at all. <laughs> oh shit! How's everybody doing? Dave, we know you're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dave's uh, Dave's reaching into a spiritual side this evening. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Getting a little, no, little I'm, spiritual. Uh, it's really good. I've, I've been uh, practicing for this podcast for the last several hours, so I'm ready. Pra- practicing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I've been I've been uh, lubing up ah. with some uh, Maker's Mark and some Colonel Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> so the apostles. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> How was that uh, long ass drive earlier, Drew? Uh, it actually wasn't that bad. The uh, little three cylinder rental car I had <laughs> <laughs> was was quite comfy, <laughs> 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 and got like a million miles to the gallon. Oh shit! I think I filled up twice. So you actually left during the morning this time? Uh, well, yeah. As soon as I got the car, I left. That's good. Last time, didn't you wait till like three o'clock in the afternoon? Uh, like four thirty-five. Yeah. <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> but I only drove halfway. I drove halfway, slept in a rest stop, froze my ass off, drove the rest the next day. <laughs> uh, sketchy. Uh, I like yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Dave approved. <laughs> All right. Well. Dave, you sent me some topics. You guys have some other stuff you want to talk about first? Yeah, Moose got a whole bunch of stuff for us. But before we get started, um, I'm really curious what everybody's smoking tonight. Or not. Mo? (laughs) I got Um, Opus X Lost City going on over here. Oh, shit. Nice. Dude. Lost Lost City, bitch. You should have gone last because you just made us look like fucking amateurs. <laughs> well, you know. Well, I did that last week too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you like that one, Dave? <laughs> no, <sucker. laughs> don't don't worry. I'm I'm gonna come off uh, worse for wear when I tell you what I'm smoking. So don't. don't yeah. Well, what is this? What is this mystery <laughs> shit that you've been pulling on on Instagram? What is? What are you smoking, Dave? So tonight I am smoking an Alpha cigar. Absinthe infused stick. Ah, those guys are out of Chicago. I saw um, Half Wheel had put out their. Uh, that's like the one with the three dog, three headed dog, right, or something like that as their logo. Uh, yeah, sure is. What do they call it? Cerberus? Is that what it is? Cerberus. I don't know. No, I don't is know. Yeah, the Greek dogs. Is uh, it? you know, 
the cold draw was was fairly off putting. It was like uh, absinthe, you know, but it doesn't smoke like absinthe. Smokes <laughs> hmm. a little better. <laughs> I think that's a good thing. Yeah, like it, it's not infused in what you would expect from an infused cigar, you know. Like the the cold draw, I thought it was going to be seriously infused, but it's not. So it's actually kind of charming, endearing, maybe. Who knows? Do you get like a lot of anise that thing? Say one more time. Like an absinthe at all? Do you get like anise like you would from an absinthe at all, or not? Not even a little. Uh, in the cold draw, yeah, like a bunch. Okay. Um, but no, it, it kind of disappeared on me. I'm getting uh. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had uh, absinthe, dude? Absinthe? Absinthe. 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 I can really He's had lots of abstinence. He's had lots of yeah. Abstinence. Yeah, I was gonna say that I'm familiar with. I know how that goes. Uh, it, it's um an alcohol that was used a lot in Europe, and then it was pretty much banned for uh, hundreds of years, a hundred years. I don't know. They brought it back recently because they proved that the um, the stuff that was used to make it was what was making people have hallucinogens. Wormwood. Yep. Uh, yeah, and I think maybe the copper that they used to distill it. Something like that. Anyway, uh, it's sold illegally now in the U.S. Illegally? Legal. No, no, legally. Oh. And I was, man, I was trying really hard to find some good absinthe to pair this with, but uh, I couldn't find anything locally. Apparently, they make uh, lots of different types, though, and the one that's kind of white, starts with a K, is a solid absinthe. I just couldn't find it here. What, uh, what, do, you but, re- uh, what do you relate it to? Um... Hmm. So it got its own. So maybe licorice, if you're not familiar with anise or, or absinthe, maybe like a, a variant of licorice. <laughs> you say absinthe tastes like absinthe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ma- Maker's mark has left its mark. <laughs> Jeez. Eve yeah. off the wagon west. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm thoroughly left behind at this point. Oh, wow. What, what about you, Mo? What you got over there? I am smoking the Black Label Veep, which was uh, gifted to me by Mr. Micah Taylor. Um, and I'll, I will tell you that this cigar is uh, very, very good so far. I'm about uh, ah, maybe a quarter in and really enjoying it, man. I'm kind of... I'm kind of regretting actually firing it up because this is my only one. And I was like, you know what? I really feel like trying it because like some like Kyle smoked a couple of these on, uh, on noise. Um, and he just talked it up. I'm like, you know what, man, I'm going to give it a shot. And, uh, this is a really good cigar. I liked it. I think it was pretty limited though. I'm not sure how many they made. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's already gone. Isn't it? Didn't they mm-hmm. sell out like in the first, uh, day or so? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle needs to get a paycheck from Black Label. That dude is a oh. wonderful, wonderful brand ambassador. He really is. What about you, Drew? Drew? Um, I'm sitting in a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> How can so, Oh, really? Uh, so Drew's not smoking? So, okay. hey, the only thing I can you know, smoke in this hotel room <laughs> isn't legal where you guys live. <laughs> isn't it crazy how that works out? <laughs> that is pretty odd. 
the whole yeah, hotel, the whole hotel reeks of pot. <laughs> I'm not even kidding with you. I walked in and I was like, "Holy shit!" <clears throat> this is great. So you get a contact high in the shower, huh? Why? Why'd you have to go to the shower with that? I don't know. I'm figuring maybe the uh, the vapor <laughs> or the air, or something. I got it just walking in the front lobby. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I want to visit one day when I'm out of the military. Come on out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he will. <laughs> one day. I'm betting on it. <laughs> I, I promise you, Drew. If I ever come out, it'll be on the podcast. <laughs> So I guess that's going to be a duel because uh, Drew will be coming out at the same time, I'd imagine. <laughs> so, jeez. Um, oh, you know, this, this blurry pick really reminded me of something, and it wasn't on our topic list, but it might be fun to talk about. Like, a lot of folks have, um, what's the word, stipulations maybe, or like rules, like mental rules, maybe social rules when it comes to posting cigars. One of them, obviously, is blurry cigar picks. Like, it's generally a bad idea. But the other one that um, Brad brought up to us, because usually we see Smokey always harassing people, right, because it's not mm-hmm. cut and lit. Um, he found a couple other people on Instagram that also had, like, a hashtag, why your cigar is not lit kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen that. How, how do you all feel about that? Like, to me, it doesn't seem that big of a deal, but it, it seems to be something that is going around. Dude, if somebody wants to question whether I'm smoking something or not, come fucking hang out with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not posting shit that I'm not smoking. So, yeah. you know, to me, it's like there are certain guys that have reached a level of integrity that I feel like, dude, if they post a cigar, they're smoking that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, you know, am I going to sit there and call people out? No. I mean... I do it on purpose a lot of times, especially on noise, just for smoking. <laughs> oh, or or Facebook, like yesterday, I posted a picture of that my Las Calaveras 14 that I smoked, which, mm-hmm. by the way, hit the spot. That, yeah. you know, it, it really, de- <laughs> and this is, and I know I got skewered for this last time, but that cigar to me is very inconsistent. You will fire one up and it'll be like, ah, it's okay. And then you'll get the next one where you're like, oh my God, this thing's amazing. Hmm. And and I, I don't know why that is, but may, maybe it's my temperament at the time. Maybe it's what I'm doing. I don't know. But it's yesterday's pH balance. Yeah, it could be my pH balance. <laughs> where I am, where I'm at in my menstrual cycle. Exactly, uh, it's always off. But yeah, I know. <laughs> but you know, I mean, um, it really hit the spot yesterday. But anyway, I didn't have it cut or lit. Actually, it was cut because I just pulled the cap off. But um, he he's like not lit. And I'm like, yeah, just for you, buddy. Because I knew he was going to make a comment, you know? That's why I post all those pictures. I purposely don't cut and light them now just for him. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of a novelty with Smokey. He, he's his own character, you know, so we all kind of fuck with him. But seeing it branch out to other people it does make me wonder. Like, oh, yeah. if, if it's a Cohiba 50th, you know what I mean? And somebody's, like, posting picture after picture, day after day, I right. think people would start to wonder. Right. But generally, I think you can tell, like, if somebody posts one picture of one cigar, it's cool. But if they post, like, you know, a picture of 50 cigars, obviously they're not fucking smoking all of them. You know, they're, right. just, they're staging it for, a, you know, a photographic moment. Yeah. I guess I, I wonder why it is such a big deal and why people care, right? Like, I'm on Instagram yeah. to look at pictures of things. I don't think there's mm-hmm. rules about the pictures of things. 
Yeah. Apparently, like there's you put, some... a, put up a picture of your kid. They're not cut and lit either, but you know, not the same. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, there's people that just take photographs of cigars and never cut and light them. Oh, well, well you know, in this case, weird. I would blame Tatuaje for all their limited edition stuff. You know, people that they want to hang on to some of those and don't actually smoke them, they just take pictures of them. It's got to be tats, right? I can't think of much anything else you'd want to just take pictures of. Well, I think that those Cubans that, uh, you know, are harder to get, like Rich just mentioned. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Possibly. But usually they'll put those side by side, you know, like a bunch of regionals together or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I get it. I can understand why people might think that, but it's uh, certainly not something that I concern myself with. Yeah, here's my whole thing with it, too. Like, if you don't like that, if somebody really is just taking pictures and posting them and never smoking cigars, unfollow them. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. That's too basic. <laughs> too basic. And then get on with your life. <laughs> That's for you, Smokey. Oh, man. We're going to solve the world's problems <laughs> within this podcast, I feel like. Just unfollow. <laughs> just unfollow them. <laughs> just, just ignore it, right? Yeah. Go well, on. it's funny because, and this is the real reason why I want to have Smokey on, and I know he listens to every podcast, so Smokey. <laughs> his, his persona online is so different than who he is when you actually talk to him. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like night and day. It's like and Drew. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually, <laughs> Drew is a text is a text asshole, but in real life, he's a super nice guy. Yeah, <laughs> too true. He's even nice in the, on the podcast. Yeah, his, thumb, his thumbs get to moving, and just the inner dick comes out. It's like level three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> that's just for you. He must rub off because when he when he sits on them and all that, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just for you, Dave. I believe that, Dave. No, you're if I'm not, if I'm not picking that. on you, that means I don't like you. Oh, sure. That, oh, that's thanks. asshole textbook three hundred one. That's advanced assholery. Oh, well, hey, one thing I did want to mention is, um, you know, somebody had. Somebody had brought up something about, and I've heard this from a couple guy, a couple guys who've listened to our podcast. Like, why don't you guys ever talk about your cigars? Why don't you guys ever talk about what you're doing? Um, things like that. And, and I'll give you guys a funny example of that. And I was telling Drew this too. We were, I was at Casa, uh, not last week, but the week before, and uh, was wearing our Sultan's Smoke T-shirt. Not one person said anything to me, right? You know, I wasn't expecting to. I just threw it on, whatever. So the next, so when I'm there, my, my buddy who works there, Omar, and anybody who's been there knows Omar. Uh, and uh, so he's like, hey, man, you know, let me get a shirt. And I said, okay, you know, whatever. So, you know, Drew sent me a shirt back and, and took it to him, whatever. He's like, you know, I'm just going to wear it tonight. Puts it on. I shit you not. There were four guys that were like, dude, get me one of those shirts. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> what the fuck? You know? <laughs> and it's like, all right, okay, fine. You know, that's great, you know, but it, there, there is something about, and, and Drew and I talk about this all the time, it's a lot better when other people do your advertising for you than you sitting there hyping yourself up. I feel like, you know, that's better, and I don't know, that was just a good example of it, I guess, and it was kind of funny how that worked out. All right, so what about this, to, to contrast that, you guys have some uh, samples y'all been working on recently, 
Do you yeah. want to tell us anything about those? Any kind of flavor profile, what you're working with, what you're considering? Because it's pre-release, no one else can hype it up but you. Yeah. Yeah. L- let's wait till next week. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got yeah, some so samples. I I'm, I'm sending them out to Mo to uh, tomorrow, so he'll get them this weekend and can try them, and then we can talk about them next week. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Cool. Um, so. We do have some stuff of, in the works. Yeah. I've posted oh, some pictures. I, got a dumb question for I think you. Mo has. So I've got a dumb question that you are uniquely qualified to answer at this point. The the different um. Maybe we'll call them like misfit Vitolas, you know, like the closed foot or the mm-hmm. pigtail cap or, you know, those little nuances of novelties. Yeah. Does, does that affect the price a lot or very little or not at all? You're saying for us to buy them? Yeah, like as far as cost. Because I can understand paying more for something that looks a little different, but is the cost affected as well? It doesn't affect it at all. No. Oh, cool. That's <laughs> cool shit. Um. Another thing, too, shameless plug, um, our cigars are now available at Jack Schwartz in Chicago. So if you are at the Board of Trade, near the Board of Trade in Chicago, you can uh, stop in and get some there or order them off of their website as well. So uh, in addition to Casa, um, online, and I believe you could still call UG and get some, too, um, and Jack Schwartz now. So They've all got them, UG, Classic, and Tulsa. Mm-hmm. So that so was a nice some, little some, some pimping for you guys that isn't from you. I have smoked both cigars, and I'd recommend people try them both, uh, especially the Max Press. Um, Thank you. So for whatever that's worth. Um, and the other takeaway I think you should you should have from that story is that maybe you're just not qualified to be a, a male model. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you seen Mo though? He is. Uh. <laughs> I have my days. Handsome feller. <laughs> He's intimidating. Did you have your haircut? Uh, that might be can't it. Pull it off. You need your haircut. You just first. weren't approachable enough. How does it look with a beer belly? <laughs> 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 That's what I need to know. I, that, that I can't answer. But, but it's funny because Omar asked me, he goes, hey, does it does it hide your does the shirt hide your stomach? That was a, I swear to God the first question he asked me. And I said, um, I don't know, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's what our shirts do. You buy them, and they automatically hide your beer gut. <laughs> yeah, our, our silhouettes are like uh, too, like you know. Uh, it's magic. We lift so much that it just rubs off on the shirts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take my money. Yeah, sign <laughs> me up. What What are those things that women used to wear to shrink their waist? The trainer the things. A, the bustiers. A girdle. Yeah, girdle, there does it come with a built-in girdle? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be sweet. Yeah, it would. But they are. You have to buy. Anyway, it. You have to I, buy the shirt to find out, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. So Available where, where on we our website. Next? Yeah. What's next? <laughs> um, I'll just I'll just kind of start working in these topics as we come up with stuff. But uh, these were from Mucal, correct? Yeah. yeah. Probably. Um, cigar I read stuff re- on my phone and I'm talking That's what it, you so sent. Okay. Cigar review ratings. Um, what do the numbers mean to you? What's good and what's bad? So 
Mukal, if you're referring to our actual blog, um, it's all explained there. But we can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, so I, I know your ratings, okay. and they're a little bit different, and that that actually might make more sense than overall ratings that I gotcha. other people do. Okay. So if you do the like one to one hundred scale, um, I mean, you never see anything under like a seventy, really. Um, yeah. And you rarely see too many things above a 90. So we've got this kind of a weird curve going on there. Pretty much. So I'm wondering, yeah. you know, when people grade stuff, what do you think of as good and what do you think of as bad based on that sort of weird little curve that it, that exists? You, you know what's interesting is uh, I, I think for us, and I don't want to speak for Drew, but pretty much anything on our blog that's like a six or better, so like a sabotage and up, is probably something we definitely smoke again. Or could see somebody that maybe has a different palate enjoying that maybe we wouldn't necessarily smoke again. But I think it's important when you review to understand not only, hey, this cigar might not be for me, but this is who it might be for, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. You know what I mean? Um, With that said, I've noticed the same thing. You see a lot of the cigars that are between 80 and 88 maybe. And Dave, you, you're probably even more qualified to talk about this because you use that 0 to 100 scale. And, and you've had kind of some reservations about that as well. Yeah. It's true, man. I mean, um, we've talked about it plenty of times offline, you know, where I'll just be kind of throwing stuff against the wall and trying to work it out in my head. It, I mean, it is a problem because you, you, if you see a 9.5 or a 95, then you automatically think, well, where's the 1? You know, if, if this is a 10, where's the one to kind of figure out where the rest fall in line? Like, you mm-hmm. kind of want to have a baseline, um, which is why the way we do it is with the uh, the five different criterion, you have, you know, like the value, the burn, the draw, the flavor, the overall experience. And when you plug it in, um, you know, a, a cigar that doesn't taste to a certain standard may still have a good draw and a good burn. You know, it may still have a good value, even if it doesn't have one of those, but the flavor's there and the experience was fine and all that kind of stuff. So the numbers aren't going to go below, let's say, 50, unless the whole thing is just a terrible experience. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of a hedge. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope it's not a cop-out, but I think when you look at the overall cigar, it's not just based on flavor. But I think initially, like, when I, I, was, when I was first smoking cigars, I thought flavor you know, was 80, 90% of the cigar. It kind of should be though. Well, um, I mean, as far as like what I want to smoke, I've had plenty of cigars that, uh, they tasted fine, but the headache was in having to relight it all the time. Um, or just consistently tight draws, plugs, developing midway, that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I've, I've learned to appreciate the construction a lot more and my own care of cigars as well. And I think for personal preference, preference, I do tend to go to the ones that, you know, I, I think taste better. But there's always some room for a cigar that doesn't necessarily taste great, but the construction is there. It's maintenance-free. I can just light it up and forget it and not have to touch it up all the time, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and I think that's where it fits where somebody else might really like that. So the, the Drew Estate Liga stuff. There's a lot of people that love it. And there's a lot of people that really don't like it. I don't think anybody would say they're not well-made cigars. Yeah, yep. Yeah. That's a good point. And that also brings in, like we've talked several times about value. Son of a bitch. <laughs> gotta be kidding me. Oh, I love um, it. <laughs> <laughs> right on time. I know. 
So, so we've talked a lot about value, and whenever you score that those ten points, you know, like, do you base it off other cigars at the same dollar amount, or is it more trivial? You know. Mm-hmm. Who, who's taking that one? You know, I don't know. At a certain level, I don't know, it, level, I don't know how you do it. Yeah, I was just thinking, Lost City. How am I going to compare that to other things at the price point? Right. That's. That's a tall yeah. order. There's a few like, other me, at that I, price I still... point. Was that? Yeah. I mean, there's others at that price point, but you'd have to oh, have yeah, for smoked sure. them. For sure. And it's going to be a lot of, at that point, too, I think that's a little different because that's a, that is a limited edition as well, technically. Yeah, I think that's true. So it's going to be know, graded on a, on a different curve, I think, even on top of that. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's definitely an oddball. You know, it requires a little more thought. And I feel that it commands the price point that it's at. Personally, I know a lot of folks don't, but I really enjoy it, and I enjoy it at that price. But is it, you know, compared against... I'd enjoy it if it was a whole lot cheaper. Oh, sure. I'd enjoy it a lot more often. (laughs) I I have noticed, though, that the uh, Lost City seems to transcend uh, a lot of different tastes. Mm-hmm. Like it, it kind of appeals to a lot of different people, it seems like. Well, yeah. does it really though, or is that one of those that we've talked about before where everybody likes an Opus Lost City, so all those people that don't really like it like it as well? Um, I mean you see people beat up the Angel Share quite a bit. Yeah, you but that's a whole different profile. Like regular I, mean. Opus. I understand that, but I mean that's another one that a lot of people like that people I mean, dude, we just talked about Ligas. How many people are like love Ligas? And some guys like, yeah, no way. Regardless <laughs> of how cool it is to like Liga. Yeah. Ligas gang up on the, it heartbeat. Do you think the price puts people off of it unless they're probably gonna like it anyway? Like, I can try an Angel share at what, fifteen bucks or less. Um, True Angel Share is way I don't know cheaper. if I can Right. So if I don't like Opus, am I really gonna reach for a lost city? Um, I think I think a lot of people are just because it's Opus. They're going to try it at least. They may not like it, but I think that goes back to the to the label. Somebody goes, "Ooh, this is Opus, and it's thirty dollars or whatever." I'm going to try it. It does fall into that celebratory mm-hmm. cigar range, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that mm-hmm. no, that's a good topic right there because I've seen that get thrown, especially now that we're in graduation season, we're in wedding season, we're in, you know, you're starting to see that. What should I smoke as my celebratory cigar? And mm-hmm. I have a simple, and I would like your guys' input on that. My answer is, whatever the fuck you like. Uh huh. How about that? If you like something, smoke it. Mm hmm. That's it. You know what I mean? If you have a favorite, smoke that. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't have to be anything special. If you like it and it's special to you, that's what matters. Well, and that's what I always go to, too. When I'm looking for, like, I'm like, oh, this is, uh, I don't know, whatever it was. I'm I'm not going for something new. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want to enjoy it. And I know, you know, whatever I like, I know I'm going to enjoy it. So... I don't want to try something new for, I don't know, you get married or, like you said, graduation or whatever. I don't want to try something new and go, shit, why did I do that? (laughs) (laughs) 
I've been saving this for five years for this. <laughs> <laughs> also, the pedestal is a great way for something to fall all the way down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're just setting yourself up for disappointment at that point. Yeah. What would you guys, I mean, do you, do you guys feel the same way? I mean, do you have something in mind that you're going to fire up? Myself. What's that? Moo cow. Did we just lose Rich? Really keep things for like a laboratory cigar. Oh, we lost what? you there for a minute, man. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Are you on Wi Fi? Yeah, you do. He's the only one that's having I, trouble. Uh, I think he's on Wi Fi. It before and I'm back. Up. <laughs> All right. I'm going to fix that in a minute. Um, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, I have things that I really like. We, we I can't hear you, Rich. Yeah. Sounds like you're signing oh. out to AOL back in the day. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> it's just how I, I speak. <laughs> yeah. he, he speaks digital. <laughs> <He's> a... <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. Um, I don't have that sound. All right, am I like totally gone or are we back? Well, you're We're back. you're here. I'm back. All right. So, so back to the the topic at hand. Um, usually, if I'm celebrating, I'll grab something I either really like or like the next step up in a line. So, okay. I really like Padron, for example, and I I never go wrong with a Padron cigar. But if I reach for a more expensive Padron cigar, that's probably just going to be a fun celebration for me. Sure, that's a good idea. That's fair. If you like Opus, you step up to Lost City. Sure. Padron, you step up to, you know, whatever else. Uh, yeah. They're higher up lines. That seems safe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can get down with that. Do you have any uh, you uh, know, celebratory cigars or what? What's your method? Um, I feel the same way, man. I don't want to put anything on a pedestal. I don't really want to try anything new for a celebration. I mean, I try stuff new almost every other day, so... Um, for me, it's the Julius Caesar from uh, J.C. Newman. Yeah. It, it's just, I mean, it's never rubbed me wrong. It, uh, well, yeah, I know what to expect from it. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know what? I found out, um, J.C. Newman, J.C. is Julius Caesar. That kind of blew my mind. I can't believe I didn't know that before. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just a really good cigar that hits my palate really well. It's nice and easy going. Yeah, it is kind of a light smoke. Yeah, matches you. Sure. Light in the loafers. Lightweight. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Did we answer all that? I guess. Yeah, I think we transitioned into the celebratory thing. Celebratory. Um. <laughs> what? Yeah. We don't really okay. They want to. Uh, this is this is moo cows again. Wants to know. Uh, <laughs> Dave's nickname I got, is. The, I got your I got your sound effect for you. <laughs> wants to know where the uh, what's the story behind the wagon. <laughs> well, obviously I can't answer. Yeah, man, it comes up every time. Uh, it's just funny at this point. <laughs> this. Uh, When's this stem back from? Like January, February, Dave? I don't even remember. 
March? Early no on. Idea. Yeah, you, you basically... Yeah. Early I, I've on. I've still not figured out any rhyme or reason for it. Well, okay. Basically, Go well, ahead, Mel. Go ahead. Drew, Drew had, a, had essentially accused you of being a, a bandwagon jumper. That's how it started. No, no, no. no. That, he that, accused me of being a band whore, I think it was. No, no, no. Yeah, so like you jump on the wagon of like anything that's hot, I think. The boutique wagon. Mm-hmm. He was the boutique ah. man. You were on the mm. boutique wagon. Mm-hmm. So then I just shortened it to the wagon. And your name is West. <laughs> Last name is West and Wagon. And dude, it's just badass. It's lame. <laughs> it's badass. It all, st- it, all, it all stemmed from the Opus conversation. Yeah, pretty much. That's really where it all started. So whenever I don't see was, how. And then everything you smoke is boutique. So you're on the boutique wagon. And your last name uh, is West. And it's just badass. <laughs> I'd okay, be, I'll, I'll dude, take the last statement as a qualifier. If my last name was West, <laughs> I'd be happy to have the wagon as my <laughs> call sign. That's your mating call? <laughs> You're gonna, speaking of, on the radio. Speaking of, when one thing I've noticed is like if like we're in our group chat, like texting... And like one of us isn't avail like is not responding to the group, like we just start talking shit about the other person until they finally <laughs> respond, and that, that's like the group that's like the text message mating call. You know, you start talking yeah. shit about somebody to the point where like they start responding. <laughs> Except for was it yesterday? We were talking shit about Drew for like twenty four hours, and he was just gone. yeah, he was angry. He was posting on social media though. <laughs> it wasn't even satisfying at that point, Drew. Good. We derive no personal enjoyment from making fun of you. Then it worked. <laughs> it's awfully selfish yeah. of you. Yeah. <laughs> Take one for the team next time. Uh, that's what you're for, Dave. That's true. Um, so, okay, this one's kind of cool. And, and this one's kind of fun for me right now. Uh, how do you know when you found a great cigar shop to call your home base? Um what really turned you off about a cigar shop. Um, so me just uh, in limbo between Denver and Oklahoma, um, I've been going around to different cigar shops here in Denver and checking them all out. Um, they're all too freaking far away from where I'm going to live, though. <laughs> so, man, I don't know. I look for a good selection of cigars. Um, uh, something I can, you know... And that's tough, too, but uh, to where you, you don't walk in and there, I mean, it's the same crap every time. You got to be able to try something new. They're constantly rotating through stuff, getting new stuff in and different stuff. And then if I'm going to hang like... out there, it's got to be lounge, man. It's got to be comfortable chairs. Mm-hmm. Good app. Sounds like you're on that boutique bandwagon there, Drew. <laughs> Want all that new stuff. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be boutique. <laughs> Yeah, I mean oh, that, that new Tarano line looks awesome. Though. Oh yeah. <laughs> what about that no, but powered there's... diesel V12 Camacho? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and the new Lamborghini lines that are coming. Jeez. Uh, no, but there's there's shops that don't even there's shops that don't even like rotate through like Opus twice yeah. a year. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've never seen Opus in a shop. Well, there you go. So, as long as, like, a good shop that rotates through some stuff, even like that, it comes through twice a year like it should, and I'm not looking for necessarily boutique, but 
good assortment of things. And then lounge. It's got to be comfortable and inviting. We've been to some cigar shops before that were, I don't know, Mo. Yeah. <laughs> They were mo. The uh, <laughs> I it always I always go back to that one. We what what we were watching Bulls play. Yeah, this was like when I first moved to Tulsa. No, this was like don't I've name been the, in Tulsa for like six months or something like that. Don't name the shop, but oh no, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> and uh, so we go, and and this was like maybe the second time Drew and I had hung out and smoked together. Yeah, because so he's like, the other place had, was closing early or something, so we were yeah, like, eh, yeah, we'll just go here. Yeah, so we we head up there and and this place is not. It's like one of the few places in Tulsa that's not a cigar bar. Yeah, just so, cigar shop, nice lounge. Yep. So we go back there and we're sitting down. This guy's watching like the history of sex on the History Channel, and we're like, and you know, I'm a pretty big Bulls fan. And the Bulls are in the playoffs, and I was like, hey, you know, can we watch the rest of the game? It's got like ten minutes. So we, he's like, yeah, whatever, no problem. So we put the game on, dude. The final buzzer goes off. That guy changes the channel right back to what he was watching before. <laughs> I mean, it was like almost as if the TV just did it itself. That's how fast it was. Oh yeah, ball and, was going and, through the, ball was going through the hoop. The buzzer was going off. The channel was changing. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> it was like all right. Well, in other words, get the hell out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Drew and I went and sat back in the front by the register. Which that lounge, that lounge is awesome. It is, yeah, it's very nice. Their selection is okay. It's not terrible. Um, one of the, I don't know, top five in the city there. I think they have like 14 shops in Tulsa. So it's a, it's a decent selection, but, man, the atmosphere there is terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty uh, depressing. Yes. That, I guess that matters, too. You know, like... You want a place that's inviting, that feels lively. Not like sometimes like the one thing about like the cigar, and we've talked about this before on previous podcasts, but the problem is sometimes like with cigar bar type places, it's a little too lively with the wrong kind of liveliness, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, your typical like BYOB places um, where, you know, for one reason or other, people seem to better control themselves or whatnot really leads to a nice lively atmosphere where guys are having a good time. They've got a, you know, if they want to drink, they've got a couple drinks in them, loosens them up, whatever. And guys are just, you know, hanging out, chilling, you know, it's a really cool atmosphere to be around, but hmm. I don't know. Anybody else got uh, Moo Cow? You, uh, you asked the question, what kind of lounge you like? Yeah, I mean, I think the selection is good. That's that matters a little bit. I think the atmosphere matters somewhat, but I think the the people that really pull it together are the staff, right? So, are they folks who are who you'd want to hang out with and shoot the shit with? That's what really brings it together because then you get that good atmosphere, you get the right people in there. So, I'm all about whoever's working there. That is kind of that's kind of true at some of the shops. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could see that. Cause like, um, uh, Mo, we always took our own entourage to the uh, to the one in Broken Arrow. Yeah. So the staff didn't matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, uh, when you're in town a couple weeks ago, uh, the ones we went to, we all hung out with staff. So. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, I, I mean, I can I can, I can buy cigars cheap online. That's not a problem. And 
there's a shop that I went to. I'm not even going to say what city it was in, but I walked in and I started talking to the guy and he just looked at me like I was some kind of jerk for walking into his shop. And <laughs> I don't care what your prices or selection are, you know, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That sucks. Um, yeah, that does. Yeah. You know, it, it's more prominent uh, than you would imagine. Like, I mean, cigar smokers are from all walks of life, but for some reason it seems to be fairly often that you walk into a, a, a shop that has kind of a, a snooty or snobby attitude. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've seen it, man. So I was in a shop, um, I want to say a couple of years ago, and I saw a dude come in with a suit, right? And all of us, like, um, at the time, we were in, like, uh, polos, you know, and, and uh, khakis kind of thing. And he walks in in, like, a suit, you know, like a really nice fitted suit, tie, the whole works. And, man, they just stared him down like he was a repeat offender or something. It was crazy. <laughs> it, it was really weird. Like, you would, you would imagine that would be the clientele if they're going to be snooty at all. Like, that would be the guy they want to treat right. But, no, they, they treated him worse than us because he wasn't a regular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people like, to, people like to say things about, like, like they'll say, like, oh, Casa's – like high-end client this and that dude i go hang out there in my workout clothes yeah you know what i mean give me a break that place is as inviting as it's gonna get i mean it really is i mean don't get me wrong you have some guys that make serious money that go there but that that vibe is just not there in my opinion um i've always been able to go and hang out and no matter what walk of life you're from it don't matter you know but yeah, everybody will talk to everybody there yep yep pretty much the way it should be speaking of uh kind of a little announcement um i will be now the manager starting in i guess a week a little over a week i'll be the manager at casa de piros in forest park illinois um so i'll be my first go at managing a shop um sweet hey congratulations hang on a second hang on a second (laughs) you got you got background music to play What's up? How you doing? Good. How about yourself? Good. I'm Paul. Paul, I'm Mo. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. It's good. Are you Gary's son? No. Oh. Uh, are we doing that prank call thing? Hang on one sec. You're good. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Only Mo. Moby Dick. Well, let's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what's happening at this yeah. point. Me either. Uh, if, if that's anyone the last listening is confused, Mo. I assure you, I'm more confused. <laughs> Mukal, did you hear the SWAT story? Did you listen to that podcast? The SWAT story about Mo. I don't recognize it from that, but Mo, if you started telling it, I probably would. Mo uh, in his apartment, getting the door kicked in by SWAT. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just his life right that's him let's um hey, sorry <laughs> <laughs> you good now mo was that a dr- was that a drug deal mo uh that was a drunk neighbor awesome love him <laughs> so anyway yeah so that'll be my first go around uh and managing a shop i guess very cool yeah. That's awesome, dude. Thank you. Hire some good staff. 
you know, they, they got some solid folks that work there. I'm actually pretty Fantastic. excited. Um, so, you know, we'll, uh, you know, like I told one of the guys yesterday, actually, I said, get ready to turn this place into a monster, hopefully, because uh, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna waste my time. <laughs> yeah. So are they gonna start carrying the Sultans of Smoke cigar? Oh, they already do. It's oh, already there you it's go. actually believe it or not, in that shop it's actually a very good seller. Um, nice. so it kind of works out pretty well. It's uh it's a nice little story. Oh yeah. So yep. Uh... <laughs> you'll you'll be that manager, somebody walks in, you know, I'm yeah. brand new to cigars. What do I smoke? <laughs> well, obviously. Yeah, this, well, this uh, double-faced silhouetted beauty. You know, you know what? <laughs> um, I it's actually you almost don't want to wreck. I, I guess it's a fine line, you know. Um, I don't know. That'd be. It, it's almost like you purposely don't want to recommend it because you don't want to seem that way. <laughs> if that makes sense. Right. So, so, yeah, I hey, I've got uh, I've got a story about that actually. Um, last weekend, uh, I was in Tulsa. Went down to hang out at Classic. Um, I'm there smoking one of our new test blends. Um, I'm about to finish and leave. And this buddy from high school, I haven't seen, I don't know, since almost high school, um, 10, 15 years or whatever, he comes in. I'm like, shit, I was about to leave. Anyway, so he comes in, we start talking, and um, he knew kind of about our cigar line just from uh, Facebook and stuff. So he's like, man... You know, I got to get one. And I was like, well, what do you normally smoke? Well, he starts telling me. I was like, mm, you probably shouldn't. I was like, start. Uh, so I recommended mm-hmm. some other stuff in the humidor. I went in there with him, and he had a, he had a girl, f- girlfriend or whatever. I don't know, a, a female friend with him. So she was going to smoke something, too. And I was like, meh, what do you normally smoke? Anyways, it was all milder stuff. So I recommended some other stuff in the humidor for him. And then they both picked up our stick after that. Um, yeah. And uh, he enjoyed it. Um, she did, but she was tired and ready to go home already. And, but yeah, I, I steered them clear of our cigar actually. Um, yeah, man, just because of the flavor profile. Yeah, dude. If somebody tells me like, I got like some really good buddies at Casa that spend decent amount of money on cigars. And I told them, I said, guys, don't buy them just cause they're mine, you know? Um, because I know you're not going to like them. Don't waste your money. Because I know they're not, I mean, these are guys that normally will smoke, like, you know, Monty White Series or stuff like that, you know, that are real light. And I'm like, this stuff will probably make you puke then, you know, <laughs> I mean, and, and that, and, you know, and it's just, it's, it's about being, um, you know, you still care about people enjoying their smoking experience. It's not just about, okay, I want to sell our cigars. You know what I mean? If that makes yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So. So, Moo Cow, uh, <laughs> he's asking, what's your unicorn cigar, and what would you do to get one? Since you asked, you can go first. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, see how that backfired? Yeah. Man, I don't have an answer to this question. That's whatever I'm about to pick up next. Um, hmm. You asked it and didn't have something in mind? I know that was not not intelligent, was it? <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave, I do you have some? I've no, had, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, one of the I've had one of the Millennium blends that Cuba did for the for the year two thousand. 
and there are two others that I haven't had, and I would really like to try those. Um, those are some money, though. And what would I do for them? Oh, man. I'd probably just pay for them because I don't want to do anything else. <laughs> Shell out the cash. You're, you're... <laughs> you're talking cash, about both sides of your cheap. mouth now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cash is cheap at that point. Yeah. Yeah, there's not, there's not much. I don't know. My dignity's worth more than those cigars, I think. <laughs> well, <Debatable>. that's debatable. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't really. I can't think of anything off the top of my head for myself. I don't know. Dave, you got someone? Man, I'm in the same boat. I think uh, Rich asked me something similar a couple of weeks ago, and <clears throat> I mean, I've got so many things that I've been wanting to try anyway, like the uh, the original Mister Sam. Uh, the black honey, some other stuff just sitting around right now that I'm just waiting for a day that I'm not trying to review a cigar so I can smoke it fresh and enjoy the most from it, you know? So, yeah, I, I don't really have a unicorn that I can think of off the top of my head that, that I don't have or would want that badly. So, we've had this discussion a bunch of times. Um, to me, the unicorns don't exist. <laughs> Unicorn cigars don't exist. Pretty much you can get a hold of anything for a price. Um, so in the, that term, I mean, I don't know. There's nothing out there that, I don't know, that I, uh, any of us couldn't get our hands on if we wanted to. It's just price. But there's nothing that I, like, want badly enough either to pay a ridiculous amount of money for. Mm-hmm. There's not, I mean, you can get really good cigars for under 20 bucks. Yeah, that's fair. That's you wouldn't want to smoke the uh, Opus football and review it? No, I definitely do not <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that uh, that golden uh, Marshall, Daniel Marshall. Now, that would be fun, <laughs> but, I mean, that's just, that's just a $250 cigar or whatever. Oh, yeah. That would just be fun. You can just yeah. o- you can order that too. I mean, you can just order them. They have them online, so it's not even like that's difficult to get. Well, they have it online now. Now that you just told all of your listeners, I mean, they won't be available tomorrow. Oh yeah, because everybody's going to go out and spend two hundred fifty dollars on one cigar. <laughs> <laughs> you better beat them to it. And we've already we've already determined that Rich is the only one that listens, so he's not going. I, I did listen to, to the one I was on twice. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, and, and actually want to say thank you, Rich, too. We, you know, we saw that you, you know, you put out that whole thing on Reddit and stuff about how you were on and how you enjoyed it. And uh, we certainly appreciate that. I think, you know, as it's always good to be able to expand your, your listening base. Um, and I do feel like we're different. I, I really do. I feel like I've listened to some other cigar cat podcasts and stuff. And uh, I don't know goes back to what you were saying about pimping the stuff that you like, right? Mm-hmm. If I enjoy listening to you guys, maybe somebody else that I hang out with or like would too. So mm-hmm. let's let them know. Absolutely. We like to pimp Mo also. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mo Ride. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. uh, What? There was something I wanted to talk about. and Oh, is there anything this week 
met you guys of smoke um, that made you say, wow, this is good? Mm. That maybe just this week. Yeah, I mean, because last week I think we talked about was there anything because we talked about kind of that Torah from illustrious Goodfellas, and then we yeah. talked about I don't remember what else, but um, anything this week that that kind of made you guys say, "Huh, it's pretty good." That new, uh, that, new you know uh, that new test blend was pretty good. <laughs> was it? <laughs> I liked it, but we'll see. Yes, we will. Dave, go ahead, man. Um, you know, I smoked the Voodoo Dark today, that uh, famous exclusive thing, and I was not overly thrilled with it like the first time around. I want to say maybe a few months ago, but I smoked it today, man, and I was I was really kind of surprised. It was, I mean, it was you know, it was, it was what you would expect for a less expensive cigar, except the construction was on point. It was fairly pleasant. Um, this kind of blew me out of the water a little bit. I was staring at it, you know, over and over and over thinking, man, I'm kind of too snobberific for this thing. You know, like I've been too hard on it. Mm-hmm. But no, it, uh, it performed well. I was surprised. Yeah. Rich? Uh, probably two answers. Uh, the Lost City that I'm smoking right now is pretty phenomenal. Um, that's kind of a cop out though. Cause nobody would expect otherwise. Um, the other day I smoked, uh, CAO used to have a Sopranos line. I, think it was I meant to ask you about 2013. That. Yeah. 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 It was a heck of a good cigar that aged really well and it tasted way better than I remember it. That's awesome. Great. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Just gotta find the darn things. Yeah. 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 That's true. I remember seeing oh. those out. NBK. I should definitely mention NBK. That cigar is really growing on me lately. Mm-hmm. Remember we smoked that one um, with James at one time. It, w- it was good then, but I smoked one, I want to say, three days ago. Yeah. And I'm just, man, I'm, I'm digging it more and more. I'm really liking the Blackwork Studio stuff. Good. Yeah, this Veep is really good. I- I'll tell you, I actually, this one... Uh, mine wasn't necessarily something new. It was something I hadn't smoked in a while. And I, as I was smoking it, I'm like, why haven't I smoked this in a while? But um, a Padron 3000 Maduro. Absolutely love that cigar. And yeah. I hadn't smoked it in a while. And, you know, when you're, when you're talking price point, I mean, you could almost guarantee perfect construction and burn every time. Um, it's just such a good cigar. Um, and I don't know what it is, but those thousand series just never get the, the love I feel like they deserve. Maybe it's the simple band. Maybe it's the lack of, you know, in your face advertising or whatever it is, but God, those are just such good cigars, whether natural or Maduro. Oh um, yeah. Typically. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. When we talked about aging last week, we didn't talk about those, did we? Mm-mm. That cigar, that is a cigar that'll age phenomenally for a few years. Mm-hmm. especially the Maduro. I mean, it just gets better and better. And at that price point, you're, you know, and, and after three years, you're smoking something that's more like a 1964 than a 1,000 than a series. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's they're really good. And um, it's interesting because why don't people talk more about the Padron 1,000 series, do you guys think? 
You know, that, to me, like, a, a lot of reason why I don't appreciate much more the higher-end Padron is because the 1000 Series, to me, it, it goes hard into the paint, man. Mm-hmm. And I, I think for double the price, um, even the, the 64, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a great cigar, but those, those 1000 Series for literally half the price are mm-hmm. really phenomenal cigars. Yeah. No, I did see Padron is going to raise their prices, I think, 30 cents a cigar. If I read that correctly, it's not bad. Uh, we were also talking about, I think Rich and I offline about those cigars that age a little in two years pretty nicely. And I'm smoking mm-hmm. the uh, Tatuaje Havana Six right now from uh, JLAT, and it's got a couple years on it, and it's phenomenal as well. It's like Very fruitcake. Cool. <laughs> what? You're a what? You, you know, you know that taste, <laughs> dude. It's like smoking fruitcake, man. It's so good. With like heavy cinnamon. <laughs> fruitcake. It's just an interesting description because fruitcake's the thing you get for Christmas and put in the freezer and throw it it's away. It's there next Christmas. Because grandma gave it to you. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Do you eat fruitcake, Dave? Idea. I do. That I do. Fruitcake. I can't say I've actually ever had fruitcake. Um, we know I find fruitcake initially to be too strong. You know, the sweet notes are very sharp. Yeah. Cause so when, when I say fruitcake, yeah. <clears throat> when I say fruitcake in the cigar, I mean, it's, it's lots of, uh, tastes like fruitcake hints. smells. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Cause it'd be really hard to get actual, you know, that, that sharp taste. Yeah. All right. Do you have a fruitcake in your, uh, review buddy? <laughs> no, <laughs> sure don't. Maybe you should. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if it'll hold out here in Louisiana heat. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't leave it on the front porch. Just bust it out when you need it. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, man, this cigar is good. The it's review, funny. buddy. Um. Jeez. Okay. Uh, how do you, uh, how do you describe your cigar hobby to people who don't smoke? That's a great question. Any interesting experience, any, uh, with talking to non-smokers about smoking cigars? Rich, you asked this question. (laughs) (laughs) You can go first. I get to meet weird Uh, guys off the internet. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's you, easier when you're talking to weird people on the internet because they smoke cigars too. You are married, um, right? Are you married? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Believe it or not. I'm sorry. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell that to my wife, not me. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I usually describe it when people want to talk about it. The one-liner sort of, you know, I enjoy burning my money um, pretty literally. And uh, that's pretty much where it ends because people just look at you like you're, you know, 80 years old. <laughs> yeah, they do. You do get that a lot. Yeah, They're like, it, it oh, you're amazing. smoking cigars. You're like grandpa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, that's so funny because like you think about like the FDA regulations that like, you know want to stop youth from smoking or whatever, and it's like when you tell people you smoke cigars, they they look at you like, yeah, like you guys said, like you're a grandpa or something. Or the first thing I'll always hear is my grandpa used to smoke cigars. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, I love the way those smelled. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. That's, mm-hmm. that's what you hear. Absolutely. Um, 
I always relate it to non-smokers. Um, mo- most people are, are drinkers. So when they ask me whether it's wine or liquor or beer or whatever, I always relate it to their favorite alcohol. So if it's if it, if they like wine, they can distinguish several different kinds and what they like more than others, and that's cigar smoking. Uh, yep. Same with like beers or or liquors. I mean, all the different kinds of beers out there now. They have a certain kind that they like or a certain whatever taste for them, and uh, that's how I always relate it to. And most people wait, get wait it then. Is there an S on beer, or is it like deer? I'm having a brain fart for a second. Are there beers or are there is there beer? Many like beer. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Many beers. Many beers. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. That yeah makes you don't sense. say. You don't say how many beer did you drink last night? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. I mean, you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you had too many beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Dave. All right. So here's a here's a scenario for you guys. You're at your local shop. Guy says to you, hey, man, I heard you know a decent amount about cigars or whatever. I'm looking for something in like $10 or less. Um, I smoke pretty much every type of profile, okay? What would you tell me to get? Suggest me something. What would you guys suggest? Depends on what's in the shop. Assume, assume you have everything at your disposal. Anything and everything, huh? Yeah. What, uh, what do you, okay, you smoke everything, but what's, uh, what do you always go to? I, I'm willing to try anything. <laughs> That's not the first time you've said that. And nothing is too strong, nothing is too light. What time of day? You want to try it? Uh, let's just say at early some... evening or late evening, seven o'clock at night. Ooh, eight o'clock at night. Have you so. smoked anything already? No. So first cigar. Yep. About seven o'clock. Have you eaten? Yes. Dave, you want to go first? Yeah. So are we building a sample, or are we just go on one cigar? And that's no, it? one Anything cigar. Quick. One okay. cigar. Um, you know, I'm going to go with uh, cereal, day and night. Right now. Uh, man, I don't know what that is. That, that's from um, the Kellner <laughs> Boutique Factory. The way. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Just kind of, I was still thinking about that one from a couple of weeks ago, man. It had mm-hmm. a lot of interesting things going on. It had the sweet, the spicy, the savory. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say it comes in around six fifty, seven bucks. Okay. And it's phenomenal. Very cool. Rich, Drew, Mukau. Um, I actually we get this on the internet pretty often, um, so I actually do answer this pretty frequently. And it's funny you ask this question after the other question, uh, because my answer is almost always Padron Three Thousand Natural is what you should try, because <laughs> you can't uh-huh. miss. Yes, I, I'm sure uh-huh. I've said that at least fifty times in the last year. Yeah, that that's what I was gonna go with as well. I was gonna say Natural or Maduro. Yeah, Drew right, man. Uh, Nobody's offended by that Padron. Man, I don't know if I pick just. I think I'd go through the humidor with them and be like, okay, what you know, point out ones you've had, and I would pick something they haven't had. 
Okay. So not necessarily anything. I, there's no go-to, but as as we went through the humidor, I, I think I'd try to find something. If I'm hanging out with this person, mm-hmm. um, some, maybe something I haven't had, too. Okay, so, so kind of like smoke it together. Smoke it thing. together. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So you would, um, what's the word? You would recommend a cigar you haven't smoked before? Uh, yeah, I think I could do that. Well, and not, uh, yeah, to to a buddy that we're uh, hypothetically talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. If Mo walked into the shop with me and was like, "Dude, what should we smoke?" I think I could re- recommend something. Or go, hey, dude, this one just came in. We should try it. I like yeah. it. Which actually happened in Tulsa, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, here's another scenario for you guys. Fire away. Um, you're in a shop, and you see guys uh, making snide remarks about what somebody else is smoking okay how do you approach that situation do i know them uh yes you do you know the guy (laughs) you don't you don't know the guy that they're kind of making snide remarks about very much but you know the guys that are making the snide remarks so it's drew asshole (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well you know I, I usually respond with the, the question you know have you smoked that one before mm-hmm. and gotta light happened, it despite I mean, it yeah and it's happened maybe three times in the last six months this year and uh i've never been i've never received a response of yes it's always been like oh no of course not i wouldn't smoke that mm-hmm. and I, I think that's complete bullshit like drew said you gotta light it spite it Mm-hmm. To quote Dave West. Mm-hmm. Rich? Um, so I like Dave's answer, and it's probably the one I would give, but let's go with something a little different for fun. Um, if I know them, I probably know something crappy that they've smoked, too. <laughs> <laughs> so That's good. To bring that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, remember when you used to like X cigar, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. So now, now you're right there with them, and I don't know. Right. That would shut me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I good. certainly know. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of one of those uh, don't throw stones if you live in a glass house type of deal. Yeah. 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 I, I I'm definitely I'd be guilty of that too. I've smoked stuff that I'm like, man, I can't believe I used to like that. And you know, everybody goes through different. Okay, so that that brings me up, and I guess Drew, did you have an answer? Uh, I mean, I would agree. Whoa, I'd agree with with kind of both of those if I could. Uh, that'd definitely mm-hmm. be funny. But otherwise, you know, I'd I'd say something and uh, yeah, see if they'd yeah. smoked it. Okay, so here here's another one, and in this maybe we've talked about this a little bit, but when do you guys feel like your palate kind of settled and you kind of got okay? This is what I like. At what point is it? Is it how many cigars you've smoked? Is it a time period? Is it? Um, I think it's a feeling. I don't know what it would be. Uh huh. It's just a feeling. You're like, this is what I dig. Okay. But yeah, you. But what, do, what, I mean, what, when does that happen? 
at what point did that happen for you? Well, it's always changing, too. <laughs> well, I guess then your palate hasn't settled. Does it settle? Uh, well, it no, because I, I, I mean, I really like Dominican stuff, and I kind of always have. But yet I still smoke a lot of other stuff. But I still go back to, I don't know, and more recently I've been trying to smoke more Dominican stuff just because I, to get away from all the Nicaraguan, a, a little change, but as you, uh, you answer it, you asked, what do you got? <laughs> well, hold on, I'll, I'll get uh, to uh, me, <laughs> you, you, you guys go. Dave. Hey, I'm coming up to scenarios, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, what do you got? I think for me, like. Right now, if you were to ask me what I want to smoke right this moment, I just had to list it off the top of my head. I'd say it probably creamy, sweet, um, kind of light in body, you know, like okay. a, maybe a, a medium body. Sure. Um, that, that's kind of my go-to. Like if I were to craft my perfect cigar to smoke every day, that's what I'd do right now. But mm-hmm. I certainly enjoy some cigars like the, uh, the small batch exclusive, the Casada 40th, has a lot of spice up front. And... I can appreciate that, you know, like I, I really, I, I kind of like it. it. It's it's almost so painful that it hurts and you want more, you know. And then there are other cigars that are a lot earthier that I wouldn't necessarily crave. But when you mm-hmm. get into it, it's like, man, this is, uh, it's hitting a new spot for me, you know, and you can appreciate that. So, okay. yeah, it's, it's, I think now at the stage I'm in, I have certain, certain things that if I were to buy specifically to enjoy right then, I mm-hmm. might go with something different, but. I'm learning mm-hmm. to appreciate things that I wouldn't normally like otherwise now at this stage in life. Sure. It's about time. You have the palate of a two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Rich. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, so I've been smoking for like 10 years, man, and I don't think I would say anything has really settled. Um, mm-hmm. There's stuff that I really like, and I go through phases all the time. So it might mm-hmm. be I'm on a kick for a certain thing for a while. Um, and then later I'll still like that thing. I just don't don't go for it quite as often because I want to try something new. Yep. Um, I think there's a couple flavors that I really have started to avoid a little more, but I wouldn't say there's some that I gravitate toward. So like okay, if something's real cedary, I really don't want to dive too far into it. I don't I don't love the full cedar profile. Okay. Um, but aside from that, I'll smoke darn near anything right now. Mm-hmm. Like my humidor is this jumble of craziness. It doesn't even make sense. Right. Yeah, and and I would agree with that. I, I think for me, my palate hasn't settled, and I hope it never does. Yeah, if that makes sense. Um, I hope that I'm always able to try new things and appreciate new things and add things to my rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big phase smoker, kind of like you are in that sense. Um, I go through phases with stuff where. I'll really feel like smoking a bunch of Connecticut broadleaf. So I'm more like wrapper oriented, if that makes sense. So like I'll go through my like wrapper phases, like you know, man, M&M. I really feel like yeah, Eminem, Wu Tang, yeah. <laughs> but you know, like like you know, okay, I really I'm on a Connecticut broadleaf kick. I'm on a Habano kick. I'm on a you know uh, Habano Rosado kick. I'm on a you know Ecuadorian Connecticut kick. You know where that kind of happens, but. Um, yeah, I, I hope it never settles. I really don't. I, I want to always be able to have an open mind. Uh, because, you know, I was talking to somebody who's been in the industry for about 25 years, 30 years almost, 
And they were saying that the biggest difference between younger smokers and like the older guys is the older guys are going to go in and buy boxes of the same stuff they've been smoking for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And that's all they smoke. Okay. Whereas the younger guys are jumping. They're going to be, you know, this month I'm big on warp. Next month I'm big on Roma craft. The next month I'm doing Tatawahe only. It seems like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that's a big difference. That's like a generational difference. I feel like. Oh, sure. But also yeah. all four of us right now are reviewers, you know, we review cigars. So mm-hmm. if we really kind of baseline and, and settle, then we're doing every one of our readers a disservice. Yeah. I better not review something if I only smoke three different cigars all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there are guys like that, you know? Oh, yeah. Especially like yeah. the uh, the Monte Cristo brands, the non-Cubans. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those seem to be big. And the uh, REJs. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of loyalty there. You know? Yeah. Guys that aren't willing to get out and try something new. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? To me, though, like if if you've settled or you've hit that baseline, it's kind of like um, there's a whole lot of budget sticks out there that I can't really get behind. I don't enjoy a whole lot. But the guys that do, like, God bless them. You know, they're, they're yeah. set for life. So I guess mm-hmm. if you do hit that baseline, it's kind of like shallow how. You're not going to know. You're going to enjoy it anyway. See, but. Okay, so when I used to work out in the field and stuff and customers' houses and whatnot, and I would talk to cigar smokers out, man, a lot of those old guys don't, from what I've seen, don't, like, necessarily, like, really enjoy those. They just smoke so many cigars that they have to buy something that's super cheap. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's there's guys... Um, Ah, this old guy, um, he lives in the on the golf course, and he would smoke five or six cigars every day, if not more. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't do that at ten bucks a piece, or even eight. So he'd buy um, bundles of something cheap, and he even said, "He's like, well, it's not my favorite, but they're really cheap." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do hear that. So okay, so here's a question for you. What, in your mind, is the definition of a guy who's... What's the difference between a guy who smokes cigars and a cigar smoker? Because in my mind, they're different. Yeah, really? that's definitely different. Absolutely. Because a guy like that is... Uh, I mean, I hate to say it, it's kind of like a, a cigarette smoker at that point. He's not... He's not in the same realm as uh, a guy that goes to the cigar shop and picks something out. Uh, man... I'm so close to that definition that it just kind of hurts my feelings to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Uh, I mean, because I, I do plenty of plenty of three cigar days, sometimes five. No, no that, there's, um, not, no, no, no. there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. But a guy that just smokes cigars like that, that goes and buys the cheapest bundle just to smoke. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what that's he's what saying. Makes- yeah. Oh, okay. Not that you smoke you three or five or six like, a day. Like, there's no di- like to me, the difference is a discernible palate. That's what the difference is between a cigar smoker and a guy who smokes cigars. Is a discernible palate. Yeah, but the you know what? That- I'm, 
there are plenty of people at the lounge that will tell you I enjoy cigars, but I can't tell you what I'm getting out of it. I can't pick out flavors. Yep. Yep. No, no, but they're, but they're still able to discern something that makes them smoke that cigar. Yeah, they like something. They like something about it. They may not be able to describe it, but there's something about that cigar that no, attracts them to it. It's no fruitcake. Versus, versus <laughs> it's cheap and I smoke a lot. Christmas spices. You I guess you understand what I'm trying to say the difference is? Yes. In my opinion. I understand. I, I, th- I think so. I, I think it may be nitpicky, but I think I understand what you're trying to say. It's almost like the difference between somebody who's kind of searching for flavors and somebody who's just searching for nicotine. Yes. Yes. You know, yeah. I've, I've never met anybody that, especially the nicotine thing, until uh, recently, somebody was asking me, they uh, direct messaged me on Instagram, so if you're listening to this, yeah, I'm talking about you. But they asked about, <laughs> um, you know, some of the highest uh, nicotine content, like the strongest. Yeah. And um, it just kind of, you know, I asked why, and it was a much more uh, amiable response. You know, they were just wanting to try new things and want to kind of test the limits and, and see what really strong was so they could see what really light was, and that, that's cool. But other than that, I've never seen somebody that wanted cigars for nicotine. Well, Mo? Yeah, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that often either. Don't forget. We had an keys. email like that too. Oh yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> Just tossing my cigar. The, I'm debating whether I want to light up round two or not. Go for it. What's round two? <sighs> Wait, late. what is it? Well, Oro, de, Oro de Nicaragua, my father. Oh. Oh. Wh- which uh, Vitola? Torpedo. The only way to oh, okay. go. Oh, man. I love that Perfecto, though. I haven't smoked that one. Actually, there's the Toro. I really like the Toro, too. The Robusto I liked as well. I haven't smoked that, uh, that Perfecto yet. I think I've, I've only smoked the Robusto, the Toro, and the Perfecto. To me, the Perfecto is, is dead. I sent you so a Torpedo, you may or may not didn't like I? It. Uh, yeah, I haven't smoked that one yet. Okay. No. What else we got, guys? <laughs> you had a topic that you wanted to talk about before. Oh, yeah. Um, so does anything bother you guys terminology-wise or, I guess, verbiage? Like, if somebody says something, does it make you cringe a little bit inside? Want to punch them in the face? <laughs> well, not, not to that extreme. Yes. But, like, every time Mo says Habano, it drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> It just makes me like I think one of my eyelids twitches. You know <laughs> why? Because <laughs> the H is silent. It's abano. Uh, what's <laughs> what? I mean, in, in your defense, just about everybody in the industry does it. Um, so I cringe a lot, and my eyelid permanently twitches. <laughs> well, man, that, that, that's that's how I feel when I see the shit you smoke. So I guess we're evil. <laughs> <laughs> but is there anything else that that drives you guys crazy? When people say it's smoking really well right now. (laughs) (laughs) When people say it needs some rest. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I hate the way that everybody, if they smoke a cigar, is a brother of the leaf. They're your brother. Oh, yeah. They smoke a cigar. Right? Like, if I... No, I know a lot of guys, and all of them, every single guy I know, masturbates, right? I don't call them a brother of the hand. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should. Yeah, maybe so. you need to start, Rich. 
<laughs> you call them the both. Yeah. Well, you know, I do love the guys, the shortened brother, the leaf, and the bottle. What's up, bottle? I love that. Um, Dave. I, I would have to say one thing, and I don't know why it gets under my skin, but when somebody will, like, take a picture of, like, cigar and food, and they'll be like, this nice meal followed by this nice cigar, <laughs> like, like, what the fuck is that? What does that even mean? I mean, are we going to smoke a non-nice cigar after a shitty meal? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. What about when they just Here's call it McDonald's in seconds? Yeah, dude, I had fucking had Burger King for dinner. I mean, what do you want? <laughs> what if they just call it lunch or breakfast or dinner? I can deal with that. It's when they call it <laughs> a nice this, meal? This great cigar after this nice meal. Or, and then... Oh, but what drives me absolutely nuts is the fucking recycling of the same quotes. Like that George Burns quote. Stop recycling that. It's played out. We've seen what, it a hundred times. I don't remember the quote, but I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> no, the quote is like, there's like something about a good cigar, a good meal, a good woman, or a bad woman, depending on how much happiness you could handle or some oh, shit yeah. like that. I've seen uh, it. Like, come on. All right, we get it. We've seen that a million times. <laughs> uh, now I know what I'm posting on Instagram. Tomorrow. Yep, yeah. food and the George Burns yeah. quote. <laughs> yep, I'm going to tag Mo. My amazing yeah. meal and my amazing yeah. cigar. King, crappy cigar. <laughs> yep. Amazing meal, amazing wife. Yeah, oh, yeah, cigar. my beautiful, hanging out with my beautiful wife, having a nice cigar after a nice meal. Like, all right, come on, we get it, dude. All right. <laughs> uh, hashtag BOTL. <laughs> oh, you know what else I love? I love the hashtag, the SNS Club, for cigars <laughs> that have nothing to do with Saints and Sinners or Tatuai. It's just, like, built into their hashtag system. To copy-paste. Yeah. yeah, I went through that yesterday and looked at what was there. There's a bunch of shit there that's not not tatuaje at all. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that Pete doesn't revoke all of their memberships just for that. Go through and cross-reference the Instagram to their name, you know. Seems like the kind of thing to do. Are any of you guys members of SNS? I just got in. Did you? Okay. So I have nothing useful to contribute. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, Mo, how was that other one, man? That that 2015. Which one? I don't even honestly have no idea what it was. The TAA? No, the uh, the Saints and Sinners one. Oh, that one I fired up. Um, it was okay. What, it was okay. What I like was the, it? The, the, uh, I don't remember what it is exactly. I, I'm pretty sure it's a broadleaf wrapper. Check. Is it on our Instagram? <laughs> That's a safe bet. Yeah. Okay, yeah, check our Instagram if you're listening. Um, what was the number some, on in, it? In, number five. And some of the guys okay. told me what it was that are in SNS, um, but I, I don't remember what it is. But uh, it was okay. I mean, dude, that Pudgy Frank I smoked yesterday or the day before yesterday, God, that's an amazing cigar. That is probably my yeah. favorite Pudgy. The Pudgies are amazing. Yeah, that's a really good so, cigar. So, Rich, did you get like a secret decoder ring when you got in the membership club? So you can tell like a number five is this, you know? I don't believe I'm allowed to disclose that information. <laughs> but no, I don't, I don't know anything yet. <laughs> it, it is oh, it okay. is pretty funny. And it, hey, listen, the SNS Club that that's cool. I, I I you know it's it's pretty sweet how they have that whole thing set up. But it is funny watching grown ass yeah. men get pissed when they don't like get in mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's almost like, dude, 
<laughs> you're not applying to Harvard here, okay? You didn't get rejected by fucking Yale. You know what I mean? Just like calm down. <laughs> to be fair, this year did seem like a giant pain for a lot of people, so I can feel that. But dude, just imagine how bad this year was, and amplify it for next year because I'm willing to bet nothing will change. It'll just the numbers of participants will change. Could be once you're in. Awesome. Once you're in, do you are you automatically in the next year, or do you got to try to get in again? Yeah, you get to renew. But before, you can, you can renew. You don't, masses. you don't get booted out, right? It's my understanding. Okay. Hmm. See, I thought those guys had me. to re-sign up, but I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, well, you, you do, but you, you do it separate. But you 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 don't have to. You're automatically back in as long as you pay your money and all. Yeah, you oh, don't okay. fight tooth and claws yeah. right here. Yeah, you get like an early renewal date. I think that's uh, what I've read. Does do any other cigar brands have that kind of uh, club or anything like that? Or is he? Or is Tatawaha the only one? Hmm. I don't, I don't think of any. Okay, so just released an app. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I saw it's that. Not the same thing at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awkward segue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. All right. If you guys could take over anybody's company. Oh, here we go. Fan club included, but could not produce any of their cigars or maintain any of their labels. What would you do? What? <laughs> so if I could shut somebody down? Yeah. You get to keep their fan club, right? Because you got all that membership base. You're going to call it the same name, but you can't use any of the same cigars, current blends, or current labels. I don't get the... Uh, <laughs> I, I, you, so I think basically you, you're starting a whole new... I think you've drank too much, brand. Dave. <laughs> so you're starting a whole new cigar brand, but you get to keep their fan base. Yeah. Well, yeah, you get to keep the name. So, like, let's say you did Tatuai, you keep the name Tatuai. Just pick... but you wouldn't be able to keep the blends or the labels or anything else, the bands. Well, so it'd just... be completely different, but you'd name it that cigar. This is a dumb question, Dave. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know how to answer that. I would just pick the uh, answer. I'd just I mean, pick a huge Fuente or Padron. I mean, who's the highest selling company? I'd take them. Probably Gurkha. <laughs> 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 that actually could no, be I'm, true. I'm serious. Yeah. I'm serious. Uh, I like it. No, dude, you go with uh, whoever the those old guys buy the smokes of every time. Because if you <laughs> yeah. change the blend, <laughs> who cares? They're still buying them. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point yeah I'm buying out general <laughs> are they even general anymore I know it's what Scandinavian and then some other uh, yeah. company and then general I don't even know what they're called anymore me neither hmm. well gents okay. anything else that's it for me Dave I'm not going to ask you moo cow <laughs> I'm not sure I had anything to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, it's been fun. Yep. You bet. Good times, guys. Moo Cow, thanks for coming on again. First show in Denver. Good luck tomorrow, Drew. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That was a pregnant pause if I ever heard one.
Oh, all right. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Later, gentlemen. You too, man. See you. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.